Hello, you're listening to KCI 88.9 FM Irvine. My name is Kaiju. My name is Tonic. And this is A Contrast in Semantics. And here in the studio we have... Eraser Face. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm glad to have you here. <laughs> First interview. This is off to a great start. <laughs> yeah, great. I feel really, really good about this. Yeah, let's Thanks go. for driving all the way from Thank online. you. Thank you yeah. for having me. It's, like, it's, it's really great to have you here. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, like, as an interview, you know... I mean, it's pretty obvious, but um, how did you come up with your name? Um, it it sort of came upon um, in a period of time when I was in between acts. I was in a band before, and then after I left the band, it was sort of I tried, I wanted to do this thing where my uh, my face wasn't it wasn't about me, like it was to separate the artist from the it's the like project. The yeah, or I mean, just to like it. Yeah, like to let the art speak for itself and separate the artist from the art kind of thing. And cool. so to anonymize sort of the idea was to just remove my it to remove myself from it. That's kind of cool though because like when I was looking through like your Twitter and your like SoundCloud and stuff, like I couldn't find like any pictures of you, which is really interesting because it's like oh, what does he look <laughs> yeah. like? <laughs> yeah. And then um, here I am. <laughs> yeah. And then speaking of which, like um you actually had uh the Gangster Doodle oh yeah 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 so how did that marlon is just the man uh i reached out to him and he he's he's more than more than uh workable yeah he's a he's a very good fellow that's dope that's dope he does good work yeah like i know like he's like pretty popular actually he's been getting some stuff done yeah i've been seeing him everywhere he uh he has i think for stone throw he's like their like in-house guy i think that does does a lot of stone throw stuff yeah yeah, so he's like pretty easy to contact. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's out there. I mean, if you guys if you guys want to talk to Marlon Sassy, <laughs> cool. He exists. <laughs> yeah. So um, I I do know like you started making beats like at a pretty young age, correct? Yes, sir. Yes. So like um, how did you like start off with that and like how did um, it come in with you? Initially, it was just uh, uh, my friends would come over from school and I had I had this uh, Acid Pro 2.0 uh-huh. software, nice. and uh, and SoundForge. Those were the two things that I was using. I was like 15, this was like 1997, something like that, 98. And uh, and yeah, my friends would just come over after school and we would hang out and I'd record them uh, just having conversations. And I would take like funny bits or whatever, like like the punchlines or whatever, and I'd chop it up into like stupid little techno songs. And, and then we'd like put them out like anonymously in our cl- and like we'd be talking about our classmates and stuff and uh, so like, oh, like, nice. so we were just kind of like that's how it it became and then later down the line it was like more I wanted to learn how to make beats so that I could like put vocals on them for myself or like to show my bandmates like this this is the part I want you to play you know like so it was like pretty casual at first and then yeah was, like, really it didn't get serious until after because I'd, I'd been in a few bands and then like we did some touring and like when that band split up it was like look i don't want to like i want to just do something by myself i I don't want to do something with other people Mm -hmm. and so it became just out of necessity kind of like do it like i found a way to do it on my own Mm -hmm. sort of thing that's nice so then um what like programs and like instruments do you use like currently right now i'm on ableton um and uh, I have an OP1, the Analog Rituals last album that I put out was yeah. done entirely on an OP1. Um, but I like to have live musicians come in and play, and I like to use some samples and synths, and I try mm-hmm. to try to use a little, pull a little bit from every kind of source. 
Yeah, so like, did you, do you, um, like with getting all the instruments and like, mm-hmm. and the programs, like, how do you, um, take the time to like separate like the monetary wise of it? Because I know like a lot of it. Is, like, For sure. I try to keep like, my, my setup as simple as possible. I use like, I try to limit myself in like what I'm using because cause there's so many options, you know, and yeah. it's easy to get lost in like that process of like, okay, what am I going to use right now? And so, over time of like making stuff and getting getting into a flow that like works quickly for me like i find like the things i like and i kind of just stick to those things and it it gets what i need to get done and then when and every i have you know like time that i set aside you know for like to explore new instruments and stuff yeah but uh, i um i find that my like expanding into different instruments has got has become more infrequent lately it's i'm more just like okay this is these are my tools this is what i work with like Cause I mean, if I was like painting a picture and I like was just spending all my time looking at like all these different paintbrushes, but not painting yeah. anything, you know, like. Mm. Oh, that so. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that's actually a pretty good like analogy for it. So, um, with analog rituals, like mm-hmm. I do know that you did make like a beat a day, correct? I did. Yeah, I made and released one every day. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Yeah. For what kind of um, challenges did you face? Oh man, creatively, by the end of it, it was like, oh my god, why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I got through it, and I've, I'm, I'm happy with the way it turned out, and the, the things that came afterwards have all been, you know, positive, and I've been experiencing good things with it. But the challenges, as far as like, what did I face? The hardest part for me, that whole thing was about like letting go of my music. Uh-huh. like I make stuff every day I make multiple beats every day but like I have this huge pile of stuff that I hadn't put out like because between obsoletism and analog rituals it was like two years of like touring and playing my stuff out and trying to get the the eyeballs and the ear holes on that first album that I felt like that I needed to get for it or whatever and then and I was holding myself up from putting out new stuff because like I, I was just really focused on getting this in front of people and then eventually it was like, you know what, man? Like, I got to put something out. And the hardest part is, that's a terrifying thing, is just deciding to be like, okay, it's done. It's out there. It's in the world, you know? Like, because there's yeah. so much stuff that's finished, but, like, I don't, who knows? I, I can't decide it's done, you know? Like, so that was, like, part, like, a decision of, like, okay, I want to, I'm just going to be non-committal, you know? Like, I'm, or rather, I'm just going to be, like, the ultimate in commitment. I'm just going to sit down. I'm going to make something. Whatever the hell I make that day is going to be out. And, and then... And that's it. And I can't like look back afterward because once you like let it out, it's not yours. You know, it's, it belongs to everyone else, and they get to decide like what happens to it or what they like think about it or you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. like it's not. Um, so like I didn't want to keep it to myself anymore. I wanted to put it out in the world. So was it more like you didn't really scrap like any beat that you made? It was like I made everything. The, all those beats that you hear on that album, I made the day I put it out. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't like oh this sounds weird. I'll stop and then make it. No. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like that period of time before you get to like a finished product where I'm fiddling around with sounds, but like, yeah, those were all recorded in one take. Um, like I, I'm, I came up with the parts and then I, I plugged my OP one into the computer and I went out like just direct and I performed it on the OP one in one take and then, and then just hit record. And, and that's no editing, no like mixing, nothing, just like all of it that's on amazing. the, all the whole the whole beat tape that's amazing yeah. is there like a particular song that you were like the most proud of um i like that tape i think uh peach probably is, is like pull on my heartstrings a little bit and uh i like in the room and 
yeah, I mean the the that that tape is close to heart for sure. I like that tape. I'm I'm fond of it. I don't like sit and listen to it very often, but mm-hmm. some of the the tunes that I like from it. So actually, um, that kind of made me like, I like during this interview with like naming your title like tracks like how do you come up with those names because i like personally i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how about like the album name the analog that album name came before i started the project and at first it was like analog monologues but i thought that was too like blah 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 you know like it didn't like and then so analog rituals i kind of like i have like a little focus group of like people that I run ideas by and, they, and they're like that's dope that's stupid don't ever do that you know <laughs> and so like and they were like analog rituals that's tight that's tight so I kind of went with that but um the idea of that is just on some like because it's not a digital like perfection thing it was it was a very analog thing where I'm doing it with my hands and it's very just like caveman style <laughs> yeah, you know and then and it, it was a ritual because I was doing it every day like I was wake up every day and then I wouldn't stop until it was done and mm. and it would come out whatever time it came out you know some some of them i put them out like early in the day some of them came out like in the evening it was just a matter of when and when it got finished so then like you'd usually talk to um like here would you would you actually ever talk to people like in your actual label uh yeah i mean uh for sure uh wiley is the name of the dude who runs my label and he's been instrumental um in he gives me all kinds of advice yeah and and for sure. I mean, I, I'm very thankful for all the work that the Dome of Doom has done for me. Yeah, they've put me in record stores all over the world, and they've put my stuff in front of a lot of people. I'm very, very thankful for that. So, um, we saw a video of you for Low End Theory. Yeah, yeah. I think so, it was on your website. Yes, right? yeah. yeah so in how March. was the experience? That was the best show I ever played in my life. Really? I love that show. That was. I wish I could just rewind to that show and like hit pause, <laughs> like, and my whole life could just be like that moment. It was Are a great you, like, show. No, nah, well, I mean, yes and no, and yes and no. I mean, it's a it was a big show. Mm-hmm. It wasn't yeah. the biggest show I've ever played, but it was the best one. You oh, know. Okay. Um, I'd been building up to that for a long time. It it took me a long time to get that gig. Like I I've known uh, Kev. I've been familiar with Kev for a long time. He mastered the first album, and and uh, you know I've I've been on sort of on the radar, I guess. But like, and it it they you know they book in advance. And I'd, it had been like a thing where it was like a timing thing getting me in. But eventually when I did it, that felt so good. It was a great night. I would imagine. Cause yeah. Like yeah. Performing at low end is, that's a big milestone. Yeah. I mean, so many years of being inspired in that room and yeah. like all, that room inspired a lot of the music that I make. And it's just kind of a full circle thing yeah. for sure. And I, I recommend it to everybody to, to try and get a, a set at low end for sure. It's, it's every producer's <laughs> go to uh, first goal for sure yeah so then how do you feel um that which reminds me of like um like with releases i've noticed like a lot of um cassette tapes like or like a lot of say labels or like even mainstream like going more into cassette tapes like how do you feel about that um i mean i think it's an interesting movement whatever gets people buying music you know um these days the most most of the sales are digital and and that has its its benefits and its drawbacks as well but for the people who like to have physical units of things i think that cassettes have been moving really nicely um and it's just it's a different medium like we were talking about before like um where it's it's analog and it's it has like a grit that's dirty and yeah. then like some people like that and some people don't you know and like some people are like oh well it's not as perfect and then like i, I personally i like i think that that's what 
gives it it's like that's what makes it endearing to me mm-hmm. is that like like we were saying again like earlier it was uh like a movie when they when they go to hd from film you know like you see an old movie that you used to see in in film format or whatever and then you and then you see it on your hd tv and it looks just weird to you and you're like wow it's not who framed roger rabbit like i want yeah. i feel like i'm on the set of like this <laughs> but and and i feel like tape kind of because film had that like extra layer on top you know and i feel like tape kind of gives it that character that because we're used to because we've heard so much of that great music when we were young on tape that like now our ears are like hearkening for that time where we had that like extra analog artifact to the sound you know mm-hmm. so i definitely i mess with tapes i'm happy shout out national audio company for printing up all those tapes oh, and so that's where you that that's where pretty much, they're like the booming they're the one yeah they're mm-hmm. for most of the big labels that are doing it through national yeah. yeah because like um i know i bought like um did you know the create Uh uh-uh. um or rosh g oh yeah oh, yeah yes. so like i went to um a leaving record show oh, okay um, like a while back maybe in like uh November. Okay. And they were like selling some cassette tapes, and I bought like one of Ross G's. Rock yeah, Ross. Dude, dude, Ross is always ahead of the curve, man. Yeah. yeah. And I was just wondering, like, being there, I'm like, oh man, how did they even make these cassette tapes, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. For, yeah. The the companies that exist are few and far in between, but the ones that are doing it are doing it on a big level now. And this year, I think, was like probably one of the best years for cassettes in, in quite a long time. So, what do you think the future holds for you and like anyone? Like, because I know you have collabs with like Burbs. Yeah, like, what are you working on? I'm working on two projects right now. Uh, I'm working on my next album and an album with a rapper as well. Oh, can yeah. we? Yeah. Anything exclusive here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not, uh, not as of yet. We're we're still in like pre-production. We're like picking beats out and stuff. But I have, uh, um, I have some stuff coming this year um, on my solo stuff and with with collaborative efforts as well. Same. Yeah. So then, um, I forgot the word already. Um, is there anyone actually on your radar right now? Like anyone that you know? Like, people that I want to work with? Uh, people you want to work with? People who have like music that's out right now that you think like needs to be like better known? Or, oh like, man, I like my label mates are making all kinds of really dope stuff that I feel like needs to have a light shine on it. Uh, Lena Fornia, specifically, if I could single her out, she's making some really dope beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got some stuff coming out soon that I think is gonna it's gonna make some waves. She's really okay. dope. <laughs> I would definitely, if I have to pick somebody, I would pick Lena Fornia. She's okay. got some dope stuff coming out. I'll probably gonna check that out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Go for definitely. it. So, um, anything else you have in mind? Um, I don't know. Um, so, yeah. Um, if you know, if you have any other time, would you be down to do any live sets? Or of course. Okay. Yes. Cool, cool. Man. It's weird because it's like afternoon right now, but like when it's on there it's gonna, it's gonna be cool. night so like you could totally edit that out and and no one just, like, take no one will ever know yeah. never know what's I could just whisper the rest of the time if you want no worries <laughs> we'll have like we're we'll probably gonna we'll probably put, put like, the volume up oh okay yeah, like, so I, I do I like the way I sound right now I'm very like super compressed I can I can hear the yeah. compression happening where I'm not I'm not too much louder if I'm like right up here but if I pull back over here it's, it's very like comfortable perfect. and very good i can even pa 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 no <laughs> no presence peaks no sibilance nothing yeah. we're very it's very clean cleanly done who's the engineer over here the engineer's actually is eric. is eric actually and the other right he knows oh, he knows what he's doing yeah. big ups to eric for doing a great job Thanks, eric. thank you eric yeah. <laughs> i had to like talk to him about like how to do like live set stuff because so you taught this is all you then you taught eric how to do no, everything that i did, did not i forgot 
forgot who the uh, the last engineer. I thought you were trying to take credit right now, Chris. Oh, man, I can no, take I'll credit for, <laughs> for production. <laughs> I, I deal with all like the files and stuff here. Okay. Yeah, technically my assistant. Oh, yeah, oh okay. Yeah. All right. Assistance is important. You know, you can't. It takes many hands to build a city. You can't just you can't just build it with one hand. You know, you got to have some good cooperation. Sharing is, sharing is caring like you guys are sharing your headphones right <laughs> now it's just and a mic. elegant right now we're in the lap of luxury over here at uc irvine just falling I'm, I'm gonna kick my my feet up on this chair over here and just get extra comfortable what's up what's up you can make me a mimosa you got mimosas are we allowed to talk about mimosas on college radio is that um allowed to do that is that it's against protocol or it's not no we it's have, okay like, we have a show that's dedicated to mimosas no. oh okay yeah, yeah. beer you need a mimosa show your game is slipping Mim- you should have <laughs> me down here i'm just drive down here every week and we just talk we'll have mimosa talk with the race of face and okay. we'll just put our pinkies up and we'll be real classy and wear robes and we'll just drink drink mimosas and watch dj Khaled's snapchat and that's another that's what another one you have them on Snapchat? I have them on. How could you not have DJ DJ Khaled on Snapchat? <laughs> that you have Snapchat for DJ Khaled? That, yeah. That's what Snapchat is for. Oh, what's your Snapchat? Which my Snapchat is eraser face, just like my everything else is eraser face oh, with an S E R A S E R F A S E everything everywhere. If you type that in on Sue or Ello or all the weird obscure ones or all the really popular ones, you'll find me. Aren't you glad no one took your name? No one took my name because I'm a jerk and I misspelled it. And now everywhere I go, I have to tell people that it's spelled with an S and not with a C. Oh, when I saw it, I thought it was eraser phase. Like phase, eraser phase. Yeah, I'm so big in phase. Germany. I'm big in Germany, actually. Er- oh, really? Eraser phase. <laughs> they, they bring it for me That's out in awesome. Germany. Shout out to Weltunter gang, my German friends. I, never mind. You guys are act like they're. We'll we'll act like I never said that. They're super cool. I played a show with them in Portland. Um. Weltunder means apocalypse, and they're the, they're the apocalypse gang. Where have you performed, actually? I've been around the U.S. I'm looking to go international a little bit more. I'm going to take my feet down. This is really awkward, me sitting down with my feet. It was super luxurious, but then you guys are both, like, sharing headphones, and I think you might be, like, sharing a chair or something. Oh, like no. It's like, just very, like, you know, like, you got to be yeah. close, and you're sharing a mic and a headphone. And I feel like I'm just taking up too much space in here. I got to be a little bit more no, respectful because, <laughs> like, we don't have enough resources to go around, you guys. Okay. We need to, like, make sure that... Well, you're, the the, you're an honored guest. I am a guest. I'm not, and and I don't, you, I, don't, I don't want you to think I'm not honorable. But I guess we're like I don't want you to think I'm dissing. This is a very like awesome studio, and thank you for inviting me here. Thank I, you for coming. I don't want to sound like really, I'm not gracious. No, we're really glad that you came. Well, I'm I'm really glad I came to you guys. Like I thought, like uh, when we emailed you, mm-hmm. I was like afraid like you wouldn't even like respond. Back. No, man. I this guy's I read cool. I read every. I'm not too cool, you guys. I read everything. <laughs> if anybody ever, like my good friend Minus, shout out to Minus. Minus always likes to say if if a rapper ever makes you think that they're cooler than you and you just kick them in the in the oh. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> that's i had to think about whether i could say the, kick them in the balls, but rapper? i guess you could just like bleep me right like we're this oh, isn't yeah. live balls. we're not live we're that's not fine live. Yeah. this is fine balls. Yeah, I <laughs> there i said it <laughs> <laughs> so you said um is lee lean california uh, Lena, Lena Fornia. Lena yeah, Fornia. really dope. Dome of Doom Records, really dope producer. Um, she's on that SP wave. She oh, makes, makes her stuff on the SP five five five. Plays out on the SP four zero four. I actually just um like over the weekend or was it over the weekend? Yeah, I just like, got a SP three zero three. Nice, old school, awesome. Make yeah, some beats, man. Micah. 
I, I want it. I want to try. Nice. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, like, I, I do it on my own time, but it's like, can't, like, really promote it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you just, you know, you do it because it, it's fun, and yeah, then whatever else really happens fun. after that happens, you know? Like, it's like, it's really fun. No sense thinking about it yeah. any, any more than that. Do you have any, like, other samplers or stuff? I've got a 404SX. I, I used to play live on a APC40, and I just recently have switched over to, like, I was doing a laptop in Ableton, uh-huh. and, um, and I switched over to just a SP404 and, a, and my OP1. So this is a much smaller setup. I can fit in a backpack. I don't have to carry on a bunch of bags and stuff. And uh, I can, it it has you know I've been able to figure out how to do what I was doing on the on the Ableton in the SP four hundred four. So it, it it's worked out it's pretty, pretty simple, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know it's an instrument. It takes a minute you know to learn it, but once you know it, it is what it is. You know, yeah. like and yeah. Um, and you know when we play live, we do the uh, we do an audio visual. Uh, show so we have I have a, a VJ who's not with me today he's out on tour right now doing uh, visuals for Carnage oh, um, okay. and uh, he he does he builds this screen that's like semi-transparent mm-hmm. and we set it up in front of uh, my stage setup and so I'm standing behind the screen and then we're projecting onto a screen and you can kind of see me through it sometimes if I turn on a light or if I turn off the light you can't see me and so like we have like this video interactive and he's playing along live with midi pads and stuff so oh, like okay. it's interacting with the music and oh okay. and so we have like a routine that we've we've established over the, the time of touring so it's not like the um that thing like in most shows pretty recently like um i know boiler room does it a lot where they have like the, the visuals mapped out yeah the, he's yeah. he's we he's like a member of the band like we like work together on picking out like the stuff that he's going to use and he makes a lot of the stuff that we use and he's playing actively like live with the music. He's like knows all the songs and it has like audio cues that he plays along to and he knows when I'm going to switch to the next song. That's tight. Yeah. You ever think of rapping actually? I do live. I don't really record myself, but I do do pick up a mic during the live set to, um, cause there was, there was a lot, a lot, it was one of the things I learned early when I started touring. I, like when I was on a tour with, um, with AWOL one from the shapeshifters mm-hmm. and, um, one of the things I learned was that because back then I was playing like a lot of just like instrumental sets, beat sets. I wasn't picking up the mic, and I figured I I started to learn that people were noticing that the dude is coming up on stage and he's playing these beats, and they thought I was like a DJ or something, and they were like, "Oh, this is a DJ between acts. Like I'm gonna go take a pee," you know. Like, and, um. and so like a lot of times like I was I'd, I'd be like out in like in the middle of the country, you know, like and I'm, I'm like playing a show on tour, and then like the room is clearing out because they think I'm just like handling in between act stuff. And so like, I had to do stuff to make it more like, this is a live show, you know, like, I was building it up to like a more visually engaging thing as well. And so like, that's the visual stuff started coming in and the, the rapping, I started picking up a mic. Cause like a lot of these people were putting me on tour with rappers and like yeah. the people who were coming out to shows are coming to see rap shows. They're not coming out to see an instrumental beat set, you know, like they, they wanted to see, they want bars and they want them now, you know? And so yeah, like, yeah. I had to I learned that quick and that and so it was just like all right well you want bars I got bars let's go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. are you yeah. planning on rapping on any like future songs perhaps maybe I don't I don't know I'm serious <laughs> um no I don't know I don't really like to record my voice but you never know I, I like I'm definitely my next project's gonna have vocals on it and I'm, I'm planning to work with some rappers that you've heard of oh. for sure okay yeah that's tight um have you ever had Cohen Beats? Yeah. Um. Apparently, we got an interview with him. Great. Yeah, 
I, I was just I look really forward curious. to that. Send me that. Yeah. yeah, it's actually on the website. You know. Oh, great. Um, okay. I could still send it to you. Yeah. Um, it was just really crazy because like, um, I heard about him like a month before, like the interview was up, and um, it was like off of like um an Akashic record. Okay. Um, and it was like I was just listening, and then like he raps in um, uh, in Hebrew and stuff. Dope. Yeah. And I was like, oh wow, that's cool, and like really uh, unique. Super and dope. then I was looking through the web or KUCI website, and then I saw like a little like little kind of ad that was saying like, oh, listen to Cohen Beats get interviewed on sure. like the someone else's show. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Mosaic of Sound, by the way. Shouts. Yeah. He's pretty tight. Dope. Yeah, she plays some really good music on that matter. Dope, dope, very dope. I'm learning things right now. Yeah, they're actually like you know if you ever have time just like go ahead and listen in. They're like other absolutely really good yeah. Shows. Yeah. On KUCI.org. Shouts. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me down. Yeah, for coming. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Snap. Let's let's mark this this region right here so we can yeah, yeah. we can edit yeah, that yeah. out. All right. Um, you so, uh, do you ever like sample like all the time, man? Every day. I made forty beats in December. All of them sample forward. Ooh, nice. I, I always look around the studio. It seems like there's like a bunch of stuff here that like would be cool to sample. Man, sampling is like uh, a, a good shout out to Beirut. Um, one of the great quotes that my man Beirut has has put forth is that sampling is like archaeology. It's you're just digging through these fossils of and breathing new life into them in a way. You're just dusting them off and put put a little put a little love into it and make a new thing out of it. And man, all these yeah. all these analogies, <laughs> so good. <laughs> Are there any artists that you like to sample from, or do you just choose like whoever oh, you think? Oh man, good? for me it's like a year. There in 1973, if the record came out in 1973 and I see it when I'm digging, I'm probably buying it. It doesn't matter like what genre it is or like where it came from in the world or what it is. I most of the time, if it's from that year for some reason, it's got oh, okay. I've got the Midas touch. I can like, just make it into gold. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> I don't know why, but. Um, that's my year. I love that year. 1993? 1973. Oh, okay. 73. Oh, okay. That's tight. I don't know why. And, and it's it's something that, like, I just kind of noticed. But, I mean, I, I love... For me, it's about, like, stuff from an old decade or different country or just obscure stuff that's, like, hard to find. But I'm, I'm one of those producers. Like, some producers are very, like... I know some guys who like they'll be very particular about what they sample and they'll need to find it in a certain way and get it through certain means and like it'll and it's and for me I'm just kind of like I'll look through the dollar bin I'll buy records from like I'll buy like shout out to record surplus and house shoes the homie every once in a while will do these deals where he has like boxes for five bucks and like sometimes I'll like go down there and just grab these boxes of these throwaway records that nobody wanted to buy and like there will be like a one bar on this record that like will make me like a beat out of it you know and I'm I'm not particular I like to I like to make anything out of anything for me it's like collaging you know like I'm just like I'm an enthusiast of music I never turn down music I love to listen to it I love to make it so if I if I find that I find the best stuff in the, the places that I wouldn't expect to look. So so it's not always just like a soul record or a funk record or a record from 1973. Sometimes it's it's just like whatever random thing that came across my way or like the the cover looked funny and I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to listen to it and and uh, and maybe there was like one song in there that had like 
10 seconds on it that was great you know and mm-hmm. i just really liked this one chord that they played and then that becomes a song you know like and so it's the a lot of days i'll just wake up and it's really random like the nature of it like i'll just walk up to like this wall of records and i'll just like I'll be like this one and i'll pull it out and and uh and most of the time it's like the first or second record that i grab that has something because i'm very like non-particular about the way i, I grab my stuff so you mentioned house shoes like do you know him personally or uh, just, you know like... just in passing here and there he's very helpful and and you know he's he's one of those guys in la that's just like he'll he welcomes music and he wel- he'll give you a straight opinion like in and, and that's so rare in this industry and in 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 most creative industries i think like somebody that'll just shoot it straight it'll tell you if it sucks you know yeah like and and that's that's house shoes and like respect all respect to that dude who's been around and like he knows good stuff yeah, when he, he sees it yeah, yeah i mean definitely. like he's been around like the best you know like so and when you put something in front of him and he goes that's dope like that cuts right to the heart like that means something to me and so like i always send my stuff to him and he's very like that guy will tell me what he thinks and uh, i appreciate that dude for that yeah because sure. we just saw him um at the fifth he's everywhere room, he's everywhere birthday. he's everywhere yeah yeah he's a good set oh man i mean yeah. that's a legendary dude who's been i mean you know the story he's yeah. been around <laughs> yeah so how do you feel being our how do you feel being our first interview that's an honor you guys this is a historic <laughs> moment right now you guys you will all remember this one day Maybe. when i come back I'm gonna keep it as a copy. Be like my first there you go, and then you could just like put it on your phone, and like you guys could share your headphones like you're sharing right now, and then <laughs> just like listen to it on loop like every night when you go to sleep and yeah. stuff. And I'll always be with you, and and we'll just like we could just do this together, you guys. Like this is this is us right yeah. now. This is great. This is be for the children. And so, do you spend more time like finding music or like making beats? Uh, making the beats for sure I'm very so indiscriminate like I like to listen to music but I think a lot of times me listening to music is me making a beat in a way because like I'm pulling out a record and I'm always just I'm just listening I'm dissecting and listening like I'm, I'm like hearing like oh that, that bit and I'm like looping it in my head I'm like hitting pause and like I, I don't listen to music in the way that like I just put it on in the background and just hang out you know like it, for me it's it's just I'm very I'm, all, I'm an active listener kind of. So like every time you listen to a song, you're like, oh, can I make this into a beat? Almost, yeah. <laughs> even like stuff that I I shouldn't or wouldn't sample, oh. you know. Like and even if I'm not listening to it in the way that like oh can I make this into a beat? I'm listening to it in the way of like oh why do people like this or like what is good about this, mm-hmm. you know? Like what what makes this because like most of the time when you're hearing something and like somebody's playing you something, it's like something that's on the radio or something, you know, like something that's gotten to you somehow through like some, me- so like it, it's proven itself to as far as it's gotten to you. So like, if there's some merit to it, people like it. Yeah. So like, I'm at that point, if I'm hearing some, like, let's say I'm hearing a song on the radio, it's just a Bieber song, or it's like a song, like they're just so far away removed from like anything that I'm normally <laughs> like listening on, not to diss Justin Bieber, yeah, but like, yeah. that's but like for an example to say, and like, I hear that song and like, okay it's not a song that i'm gonna go and like buy on my itunes right now but like at the same time like i can listen to it and be like okay look this is this is why people like this i can understand why people like it and then i I listen for those things and like i'm trying to find the redeeming quality in everything everything because like it doesn't i mean i don't think there's a such thing as bad music like and a lot of people are like music sucks now or like music is getting worse now i don't think it's getting worse i think there's just more music like there's more bad music 
if you're going to call it good or bad because like ultimately like there's no such thing as bad music bad music is only bad music to you who are you to tell anyone else what's good or bad all of that but all that aside like i think there's just more music now and so like more more people have the means to make music so more music is coming out and so more of it is good and more of it is bad and more of it's going to work for you more of it's not so like there's just more it's not bad or getting worse or you know because a lot of I don't know, like a lot of like the older generation cats is like, oh, rap's not the same anymore. Like these yeah. rappers suck now, and like that, and it's like, dude, there's a million billion rappers. What do you mean these rappers suck now? Some of them are really dope. Some of them suck. Like that's just how it is. Yeah, like, like, mm-hmm. you don't, like you don't know everyone. Yeah, you, know? you can't know everyone because yeah. there's yeah. so much. There's so there much. Yeah. And so like, yeah, okay, I get it. Like the radio only wants to buy these things that sound this way, and everything kind of starting to sound the same. And I can I can hear that argument, but like, I it all sucks now. No, it doesn't. Like, there's no, you can't say that. It's too much for you to be just sweeping and be like, no, it all sucks. It's yeah, yeah. yeah, for real. And that's what I have to say about that. That was a good one. You guys couldn't see me, but I did like a really corny, like smiling thumbs up. I got to remember, this isn't like a visual medium. Even though we have like a security camera in here, it's probably not filming right now because I'm not. I'm not going to steal anything, you yeah. guys. You don't have to like, <laughs> you don't have to worry about me. We don't worry about you. I look really creepy, but. No, you make <laughs> Look like a, a model. Oh, you <laughs> guys. I'm going to come back here every week and you guys can just shower me with compliments and I'm going to be I'm going to be a happy dude. Great beats. Good model. Yes. Oh, yes. Up? Mm. Uh, I'm going to come home with you guys. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to share your head. Can I share your headphones? Can we <laughs> like do we have a third bud that I can stick in one of my ears and share your headphones? You just keep coming back to the headphones? Yeah. Are there ever like yeah, they should make that. Like they should make board? party headphones, group party headphones that just have like infinite number <laughs> of buds that everyone just take. And we should just buds. have silent parties where everyone like doesn't dance social. and like bobs their heads like this. It'd be really great. <laughs> One chord. <laughs> just, with that's like the new social movement: is the silent party. <laughs> everyone wears. Head- I'm sure it happens. That that's that gotta exist. The happened. silent no, party. Yeah. The sil- I think they yeah. did that at like Coachella, didn't they? Like, they had a room where everyone had like headphones. It was just oh, like really? listening to a silent party. They should. I don't know. What, now I'm just like waxing poetic about like my musings <laughs> of the future of parties, but like that's that's the new thing because I don't I want like I want a loud this annoying I can't talk to anyone or you can't order a drink a silent party everybody's got headphones you want music dope we'll all dance and act like fools but <laughs> we don't need all this thing <laughs> never mind I like I like loud music I'm kidding you guys my music is good yeah mm-hmm. but um, actually it is a thing because I remember my friend uh, sending me like some post about it. So it's a thing. There's a silent party? Yeah, it's actually a thing. That's, I mean, it should be a thing. That's, like, novel enough for it to be a thing. Mm-hmm. should have silent parties with hologram DJs. Hologram DJs. <laughs> That's the way. That's the real the way. way. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah. Man. Man. So what are you guys going to have for lunch today? There's an In-N-Out right across the street. I heard we have to go back over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at some point oh, yeah. today you want in and out later i mean shoot like i'll have some in and out with you guys i'm not gonna ever turn down meat you know yeah. <laughs> i'm armenian <laughs> let's go i like meat <laughs> armenian uh armenian armenian yeah that's right I, one day i'm gonna be the armenian vegan but like today i'm not i'm not the not armenian, armenian vegan so like we can we Maybe can definitely get time. some armenian meat in Oh my God! I'm just getting it with the what's up. Let's just, let's just kick me a beat. Let's go. Let's some bars right now. <laughs> Get some meat in. Armenian vegan. What's Whoa. up? Okay. <laughs> well, thank oh, you, dude. Snap. Well, thank yeah, thank, thank you, you guys. Did we get enough? Do we? Do I you want to like talk more? Enough. I can talk more. We can totally talk. More I can talk. I mean, let's talk about my dog. Do you have a dog? I, I have I a have. dog. What kind of dog? 
he's a he's a Sharpay. His name is Bowser. Oh, yeah. Nice. He's a wrinkly little dude. I'll show you guys pictures because that's what I do. I'm a very proud dad. Okay. I pull up pictures of my dog everywhere that I go. <laughs> he's a funny little guy. Um, he's just you know one of those wrinkly little dudes who's got like way too much skin for his own good. Oh, oh, um, I kind of. I can see it. Yeah, here. Well, you'll you're gonna see it. <laughs> you're gonna see. I'm no just, one else I have. I'm looking at a bunch of pictures right now. I'm just looking for the cutest one. Okay. So that, because I'm trying to break the <laughs> internet right now. Um, oh my god. He, that's not even the. That's not even the cutest one, you guys. Like oh this. <laughs> um, How old is he? He's five. He's just about to turn five. Actually, oh, I gotta wow. get my dog a birthday present. Damn. We could do like 20 minutes on my dog. What's up? You guys want to do 20 minutes on my dog right now? <laughs> Let's go. I give my dog treats. I teach my dog tricks. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we go to the dog park. He's great. Yeah. I wish I had a dog. Could you guys have pets here at the... Do you guys live in the dorms? Are you guys on your own living situation? Can we talk about your personal life? Is this like too public of a forum for personal conversation? Could we... Let's do this. I, Hit me I personally it. live um, off campus. Off like, campus? Even though it's right there. Big it's baller. Look campus. at you. You go to Chipotle and get the guacamole, huh? Uh, my you my get roommate the guacamole. works there. Oh, he hooks you up. He doesn't even charge you that dollar, huh? <laughs> <laughs> guacamole living right now. Yeah. Off campus. So you you live on campus then? Yeah, I live on campus. That's like the apartment. Okay. Yeah. So it's, to, like, it's not yeah. like living on campus, or is it? Like, you have a roommate that's an also a student here as yeah, well? Yeah. So you're Pretty in the dorms. You're in the dorms. The apartment, stuff. dorms, the yeah. same difference. You're here. It's tight. College life. College it's good. Life. It's good. I never did it. I, oh, uh, really? No, I went to community college, mm -hmm. and I...
Good. Thank you for coming in. Thank, Thank you, you so guys much. for having me very much. It's been it's been a pleasure, and let's go eat some cheeseburgers. All right, all right. Thank you for listening, uh, listeners. <laughs> KUCI. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Lord mercy. All right, let's go back to the music. I Bo- guess at this point. Bo- <laughs> <laughs>